Matt Mosley Show, Wednesday, beautiful Wednesday. And a man who's in the Metroplex right now, he's probably out. He probably went for a walk, may have gotten a workout in earlier today. It is J.J. Joe. And on uh, on Saturday, he was doing that uh, spring game. And, J.J., do you, do, you ever, uh, do you ever perfect, like, how to televise and do a uh, – do a spring game? Does it get does it get better and easier every year, or is it always like, oh my gosh, what are we going to talk about for an hour and a half? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's you know, spring is actually because you're you know you're telling a little bit more about the players and yeah, the actual action. You know, it's you know you you don't have to describe it as much. It's more of a kind of like hey, talking about the players, but no, it's never perfected. You're just more of like you know uh, having a little fun while you're talking about really next year yeah yeah exactly and then jj you i you wouldn't reveal to us publicly where you kind of thought this quarterback thing was going to go but you kind of i kind of always sensed where you were thinking it was going to go and it sure enough went that direction and uh gary bohannon if people didn't realize it is already in the portal reported today by several outlets including the portal itself, JJ. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? On Twitter, how there's like a, there's like a, there's a portal handle, and you can look at that. But then, of course, words started to go around, and um, and I, I would just say before we start breaking this down, JJ, it, it's hard to begrudge anybody. I know times have changed, and sometimes we go, oh, this portal is is the you know is is changed everything, and this is a terrible thing. But the truth is. Gary Bohannon, more than anybody, has earned the right to do what Gary wants to do. And so I uh, I think uh, hopefully the Baylor response to Gary going in the portal is, Gary, we love you, and you were an amazing Baylor Bear, and you'll always be a Bear. You know, man, I'm, I'm 100% with you. I mean, that's how I feel. I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm most time going to be on the player side, having been a former player, you know, uh, I fully understand what Gary's doing. Gary's put his heart and soul into the program. He's probably, you know, Gary's got a great talent, great physical. Talent. He's probably looking next level. I want to play. And after you get a taste of playing, man, you don't want to not play. I guess that's the best way to say that, right? Uh-huh. So at least start. So I understand what he's doing. I'm in full support. I mean, he is, he was the quarterback that really guided us to the big 12 championship shape and capped it off and did some heavy lifting as well. So, I want what's best for Gary as well as Blake. Uh, so this is not, I hope a Baylor nation really focuses on, Hey, like we had two great talents, great recruiting. And, you know, like, like in any business in any, in, in any competition, sometimes there's a guy who comes out ahead. Sometimes the guys who is a little bit behind, and then we have to deal with what comes next. Well, I, you know, interestingly, JJ, I think you recognize this really early on. And part of that is you played the game and you, I think you've got a great eye for this. And this is not JJ, you know, people say, well, JJ's an insider. People say stuff to him. Well, that's not really how JJ operates. I mean, I'm not saying people can't tell you things from time to time, but you're, you were doing this from an early standpoint with your own eyes uh, and analyzing this thing. And that's what you do on the, on the, you know, uh, ESPN central Texas. Uh, and I, but you had a feel for this thing. And, and I just, what did you see, I guess to start with, what did you see from Blake almost right away, which made you think 
something like this could happen. And I'm talking about Blake winning uh, a, a really contested and uh, tough quarterback battle. Yeah, yeah, you know, man, and I, I intentionally stay away from coaches and stay away from because I, I don't want people to think, well, what do you think? Dude? What do you know? I, I do not talk to Sean. I mean, I see Sean Bell, you know, talk to him every once in a while, but most time it's about family. Um, I've just had small interactions with Grimes as well as Mateo. So in, in a random just interview, so I, I, I try intentionally stay away from that so I can just talk from an analyst perspective and kind of as a, a Baylor fan and alum. So, so, so let's start there. The next thing is, uh, in my humble opinion, uh, very early on, you could tell Blake was the more polished, um, let's just say, thrower of the football, passer, felt more comfortable in the passing game. Um, and you saw it very early. And you could also tell that the coaches, just by the calls, I haven't talked to a coach, by the calls in the game, that they felt more comfortable with how Blake would process in the passing game. Um, and when you see that, um, you immediately recognize that the number one job of a quarterback is to distribute the football uh, mm-hmm. and to take care of it and to distribute it. That's your job, and to make sure your offense scores. Uh, nothing more, nothing less. Of course, good decision-making, of course. But if you have a tough time activating or distributing the ball to talent, which coaches recruited at a high level and ruled before him, uh, potentially there's somebody in your program that can. Uh, and Gary uh, is a fantastic quarterback. He has his strength, really good with the play action, really good at the move, really good with the deep ball. I hear people saying about his arm strength. He has NFL arm strength. Gary has NFL arm strength. I've, I've mentioned that on the air a couple times. But Blake just felt more comfortable, and it was very evident to me when I saw Blake come in in the Kansas State game, fourth and six, they throw a pass, and then the next few play calls are pass, pass, run, pass, pass, pass. And the, the, the actual scheme of the passing game just looked totally different. So that gave me a signal then, and I think throughout the next two or three games that Blake played, it was just kind of verified. All right, uh, and I appreciate that JJ Joe sharing with us kind of you know what he saw in uh, in Blake Shapin early on. Now uh, Blake, for the first time, is given full reins. You know, even starting the spring, it was almost kind of like Gary was the heir apparent, or Gary was the incumbent, and and Shapin was going to have to outplay him. So obviously, I guess he did in the spring for them to make this choice. What does what is Blake and you've been in this deal? You had a quarterback in front of you get hurt, as I recall, uh, and and you stepped in. I mean, Grant was not used to playing quarterbacks as young as you were, and suddenly nineteen ninety, whenever it is, there you are. I mean, you're right out, or maybe eighty nine. You're right there in the mix. What does Blake need to do almost immediately to kind of you know make sure everybody's okay? Everybody's on the same page because, you know, Gary had a huge voice in that locker room and was widely respected as a great leader and captain on this team. What is it important for Shapin to do now? I think he's already been doing it. Um, You you, you really have to watch sideline activity. One of the big things I watch during a broadcast is how the guy's reacting to this player. Uh, sometimes you have great talent. There's guys who are enormously talented and play a lot, but guys, you know, they do, guys do not galvanize around them or, you know, it's not the same fraternity. 
um, with different people on different te- on, on other parts of the team. Uh, so what I did is I watched Blake. After Blake, I think he had a couple touchdown pass. I forget which one it was. Um, I watched as a couple of the defensive players came to him. Now, for most people who may or may not know this, typically defense is over there, offense is over here. And it's just really for efficiency's sake, right? Yeah. Uh, and there is some intermingling, some discussing, talking to your friends, but it's different. So when I saw, and I forget who it was, I don't want to call a number, but I think it was either after that score or coming back out, maybe even after the break, a couple of defensive players came over to him and they were tapping on the back. You could tell us, hey, good job, keyboard. I could tell that there's other guys on this squad uh, that feels good about it. Uh, not that they prefer one or the other, but they, they like him. So I think from now on, man, he just has to be Blake and go to work. Uh, Gary was a really, really hard worker. He didn't have to talk about it. He just has to be about it. Um, you're out there, you're in the weight room, you do well in the classroom, uh, you do, you, 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 you're in the off season now, um, you're focused, well, preseason, I guess we can call it. You focus on the work, you make the, you put in the extra time and that's what you do. And it, trust me, uh, he's good enough and talented enough that everything else will take care of itself. All right. Blake Shapin winning the, uh, quarterback job. And, uh, this is just interesting to see how it plays right now. And, and I thought it was kind of neat, J.J., that uh, uh, Dave Rand is getting a lot of credit for this, um, and, and I think deservedly so, to make a pre-May 1st decision because I, I believe that gives, you know, a couple of days here, uh, three or four days before that deadline uh, on, the, uh, on the transfer portal. And so there's a chance Gary could play somewhere this next season. I'd been thinking about that. And I didn't know the exact rule about that. Does that uh, what does that say to you in your mind about uh, about Dave Aranda and how he and, and Grimes and Sean have handled this? I mean, I, I'm I'm very proud of him. I you know I, I like Coach Aranda as a he's a stand up guy, and you guys don't need me to say that. I think we all know it because a lot of coaches, you know, to protect their depth, would have said, hey, I think we need to push this into the fall and. And he wasn't going to do that because I think he believes more in the person than the player. He wants to do right by the person more so than his program. So uh, I, I love what he did uh, by making that call to give Gary that opportunity to go somewhere or Blake, whoever it would have been to, to move on. So let me say that first. I mean, I really think it's stand up, um, but I, I think too, that decision pro- making process starts with it's, it's a Sean Bell level and it's going to be at uh, coach Grimes level on who, you know, who they think probably helps to off the team better or more so. Uh, and then, of course, Coach Aranda has to make that final call. And I'm going to tell you, man, it's, it's really stand up. And I think in the long run, it's just verifying what we know about Coach Aranda and how he's going to treat all his players. It's going to help him in recruiting, trust me. It's going to help him a ton. Okay, so going into this season, talking to J.J. Joe, the Baylor legendary quarterback, what is uh, on the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas? What is the you talked about some of the throws he makes and some of what he kind of opens up scheme wise? Now that you know who the quarterback is, how different does this offense look this season? Now it's going to be interesting because they got a uh, kind of a somewhat inexperienced receiving core and the same at running back, but a very experienced. O-line. These are going to be interesting dynamics between all these folks. What do you, 
how different do you think what Grimes uh, does this year will, will look to what they were doing with Gary? Well, no more. I think we saw it in, say, like the Oklahoma State game. We saw it in the mm-hmm. Kansas State game. We saw a little bit of it in the Tech game. Yeah. Um, uh, I think what you'll see is you'll see the run game will de-emphasize the quarterback run. Not that Coach called a ton of them, but we'll notice the adjustment in the Oklahoma game. They were really forcing us to give the ball and stunting us on the backside, and they would then came back with the run for Gary. And Gary, that really opened up and helped us win the OU game. Gary had a great game. You're going to see less of that. Don't get me wrong. Blake will run some, uh, but they will they will take a little bit of that off his plate. And what they will do is replace it with um, more in the passing game. In the passing game, typically, the scheme was for Gary to have combination routes on the front side uh, and for him to have a check down. Uh, he normally did not go left to right. Every once in a while, he would go left to right or right to left and read the field. But for the most part, he had combination routes on one side, go from there. He did do some drop back and scan the whole field. So I don't want to say he never did that. He wasn't as comfortable with it though. Um, now with Blake, Blake uh, is more comfortable with uh, a route scheme where you have routes on the front side, whether that be the left or right and routes on the back side. And he's willing to be able to take his time process on the front side. And if it's not there to move to the back side or to what I call his tertiary receivers or his check down. He's willing to take time and do that. So since he is, and he processes it faster. If you hear my name, I'm stabbing my finger. Yeah. He processes, yeah. it, processes it faster. So, so I think you'll see more of that. So you won't need as much of the quarterback run. You'll need some. He has to run. But not as much because his willingness to get that ball out, process it, get the ball out, and make an accurate throw uh, is, is, is one of his strengths. I mean, I, I like that about him. All right, JJ, I've been looking forward to visiting with you and uh, some great stuff. Um, and uh, I appreciate it. I, I would just, uh, I would pay just to hear you use the word tertiary over and over. I, I like that. <laughs> hey, man, hey, I, you know what? I mean, I, you know, we talked about those, but I, you know, I love both of these guys. Yeah. But I think, you know, I hope Baylor fans do too. Uh, I, you know, I think this was the right call. And for anybody who's been an athlete, and you've had to compete for, for a position, you realize that sometimes, you know, you may not come out on top and you got to make a decision. And, you know, you know, great ups to Gary. He was a big 12 champion quarterback. Uh, he'll go on and do great things. And, and I'm really looking forward to Blake doing them as well. So, hey, man, I'm looking forward to, to 2022. I thought of you, by the way, I've got it. the Fijis are getting together. All right. My old fraternity. We're supposed to get together this weekend. And, uh, and the guys said, let's do, let's have a little pregame visit. We got a big, uh, Grant McCaslin from UNT is going to be our guest speaker. Grant's a great friend oh, yeah, of mine. Yeah. And so that's going to be really cool. But some of the guys, uh, texted me and said, uh, let's meet up at George's beforehand. And I, oh, it my crossed goodness. my mind. It crossed my uh, mind. You got to watch Jay, George's. It's a good Jay, yeah, J.J. would not do this. He would not meet up with them. And so I, I may skip that portion of the evening and just show no, no, up for no, the you actual. No, Jordan, yeah. man, hey, good food, good time. <laughs> but that's how you stayed in good stead. You did not spend a lot of time. Hey, Thursday nights, you know, hey, you know, and when Big Cat and SD and them were at Georgia's, I was doing homework. 
I'd like to go back and talk to some of those co-eds at Baylor and make sure <laughs> make sure that is accurate. But that's okay. That's a... <laughs> that is accurate, my man. <laughs> All right. Well, great to catch up with you, and uh, I will uh, I'll see you soon. All right, bud. Take care, Mose. You bet. There he goes, JJ Joe.